Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined on the road again by our good buddy John on the road again. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Do you know what I did today? What did you do today? Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach, Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach, Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach, Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach, Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach. My God, these circle routes, they'll drive you up the wall, I'll tell you. What is that your least favorite one? What's your least favorite one? West Clock, which is the cast shuttle for uh, Magic Kingdom, because it's just a big circle, literally a big circle, and you just do that all night. So in an eight-hour shift, you probably do it uh, realistically 45 to 50 times. So. Oh, so what you're saying is you don't like the cast members? No, I don't like circle routes. Oh, I okay. Hate circle routes. Come on, John. I'm just trying to start trouble. <laughs> no, cast members, that's not bad. There's no screaming children. There's usually only one or two scooters. So, yeah, that's easy uh, as far as that is. And most, and they know, you know, um, not to get on the bus until I'm ready to put people on the bus. So. Yeah, they know protocol. Yes, yes. So. But I had a good time yesterday, Johnny. Oh, yeah, what'd you do? You ever, I think I've talked to you about it before, but... Uh, do you ever see Street Outlaws on Discovery Channel, that race show I told you about? I've heard you talk about it before. I've never watched it. Well, it's like me and my brother Tomater's favorite, you know, one of our favorite shows. It's a show that we watch together, if you understand. Like, that. when we're working together, it's the show we talk about. You follow me? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty much on year-round because they have all different locations, like different cities and it's a long story. You'd have to watch it all, but they got like no prep kings. They got Street Outlaws, Memphis, Street Outlaws, OKC, America's List. They got all different kind of breakdowns of this, but lo- most of it's the same guys racing different guys. But anywho, uh, yesterday we went to. Uh, I bought tickets for him for Father's Day. I got us the ultimate pit pass, the whole nine yards. Went to Maple Grove Raceway and watched Street Outlaws, no prep kings, and we had a ball, dude. Oh, sounds like a good time. It was a long day, but it was a great time. Like, I left here at quarter of seven to pick him up because it, it's like a two-hour ride up to Maple Grove. 
and we got there around nine and then we didn't leave there last night till nine o'clock at night and a two-hour drive home we got home around 10 30 you know it was it was a long day johnny yeah sounds like it but it was so worth it uh we got to meet uh, one of our favorite drivers we got to meet all of our drivers we got a picture taken with lizzie musey She's the one of the female drivers that's phenomenal. She's really good. Her, my brother knew her dad, Pat Musey, from down here at Echo Dragway for like since he was a little kid. And the cool part about Maple Grove was my brought back memories from my brother because it was my dad took him up there when he was like 12 years old. Oh, so, cool. so my brother was explaining that it sits in the hills, and I had never been there before. And he was sitting there on the bleachers, and he goes, Doug, it, it hasn't changed. It was kind of like my wife with Disney World walking down Main Street. Nothing has changed. And you could see my brother just sitting there, like, looking back, like at my dad with him. And they look down the, you look down the drag strip, and there's the mountains all along the back at the, at the end of this drag strip, which was really cool. But the drivers, all the guys, that they go race. They come back, work at their booth, sign autographs, hang out with you. Like, no. There was only one idiot, and that's the one guy, Mons' son. His name is Brandon. That was He's a moron on the show. He was a moron there. <laughs> I, yeah, I said something to him, and he said something back. I was ready to wring his neck, but I walked away because I didn't want to ruin the whole day because I was like, a, I was right there next to him. I just called him an idiot. But uh, they couldn't have been nicer, like, talk it like they what i like about it is five years ago these guys would have never thought they'd be making the money they are because they were just a bunch of joes like us racing cars you follow me and now they're making thousands and thousands of dollars a, a week if you follow me john so it's nice but they're appreciating and it really makes you feel good to see them appreciate it they're, they haven't gotten their heads haven't gotten big after all the success they have had yeah and that's uh, kind of what actually drew me to nascar back in the day when i first started watching it in the early 90s was the accessibility of the drivers and the uh the stars of the sport uh they were friendlier than other professional athletes and a lot easier to to meet and get a hold of and take yeah. picture with and stuff like that but as i watched nascar and it evolved into becoming a, a through 2000 a little after becoming a major sport it uh it kind of lost some of that uh, yeah. small town feel you know yeah. and and i think uh, some of the drivers did start to smell their own their own self so you know. oh 100 100 that's what made me feel good like uh the one guy daddy dave crashed his car a couple weeks ago but he still showed up with uh he showed up with a daily driver he he has 1100 horsepower uh s10 pickup truck it's it's gorgeous it's his it's just his daily driver but he brought it there because I could have entered the old Kia yesterday if I wanted to. They have a daily driver bracket. They used to have that at Echo where I used to race. And uh, you could enter anything you wanted. And it was pretty cool. Like, he still showed up and he's signing autographs and all. Which he, I know he did because he's making money off of t-shirts and all. But it was really s sweet. Like, a 15, 16-year-old girl is talking to him and her parents are there. And she goes, can I shake your hand? He goes, one better. Let me give you a hug. And it was really nice to see them. Not thinking they're too good. And like Kai Kelly's, who's one of my favorite drivers, I went up to buy one of his T-shirts. And he starts talking to me, asking me if I'm enjoying my day. Like, he's having small talk with me, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I go to him, I'll take a large T, and he goes, would you like me to sign it for you? I'm like, absolutely. But he's like asking me, you understand, like caring about me. And Lizzie, like, you want to take a picture with me? And like stuff like that, it makes you feel good. And... The one guy, uh, Murder Nova, it's called. He is. It, it's uh, Sean. His car blew up on Friday night, 
and the fans are asking him if he's upset. He goes, yeah, it's upsetting, but he goes, you know what? I get to hang the hell out with you all day. I don't have to worry about racing. So he made a he made a good thing out of a bad thing, if you follow me, which we, yeah, yeah. it was a really good time. And it was crazy. Like, the food and all, we were expecting to be crazy. It was five-hour, dra- 16-ounce draft beers. John, that's not bad, is it? No, no, that's not too bad. No, uh, hamburger was uh, hamburger was five dollars. Hot dog was three dollars. Uh, fries were four bucks. That that's not bad money. Good prices, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. No, no. I mean, I paid a, a king's ransom for the 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 tickets that I got us, but it was very worth it. We had a. It was nice. My brother texted me telling me how much he enjoyed spending the day with me, which really he said it was nice us not working. Not going to each other's house to pick something up or, to, yeah, because yeah, we have to. It was nice just spending yeah. a full day with you, which made me feel good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like uh, you you did put some thought into that Father's Day present, and especially with the, uh, of uh, you know him, your brother being able to think back on on his dad. So that and we really thought about that. It was that was a good gift there, Mr. Davis. Oh, thank you. He he really appreciated. We had a great great time, and the other thing was. When you're there, like, I knew these cars were fast because I raced cars as a kid, and so did Don. We grew up with my father racing. and uh, But the TV show does not give justice to how fast these cars are. They're doing, like, 200 mile an hour an eighth mile, John. Yeah. Not even a quarter mile, an eighth of a mile. They're doing two, <laughs> almost 200 mile an hour. So it was fun to watch. And know what's next, John? Football's, football's starting this week. Things are getting good, Johnny. Uh, it's about time. Basketball's over. Hockey's over. I mean, you, well, thank God we got the Olympics here for a couple of weeks. And uh, oh, oh, by the way, go Team USA. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, thank God we have that because otherwise there's going to be about a week and a half with absolutely no sports at all. I know Carmen and Brian, they, they're probably spinning out of control. You know, oh, I know. Watch. Yeah, the main, they're our main sports sponsor. If they don't have sports, those two will go nuts. I know, I know. So. I mean, they cover sporting events every week on their show. Go check them out, The Adventures of Carmen and Brian. They're uh, really – go check it out. They'll sport, wall-to-wall sports. <laughs> actually, uh, no, the only thing I got going on is my Rays baseball team. They actually look pretty good. Uh, they're, they're, they're swinging it all right. But did you see this thing? So, John, we're doing this riding home deal, which everybody knows when you're driving home, you we appreciate you doing this, but we're going to have a little bit of breakups in the production over here. But, yes, these mountains of Central Florida. Yes. I'm, you've probably never heard of them, but yes, in, indeed. <laughs> yeah. I'm in these monster mountains yesterday up in Pennsylvania, and I'm getting a great signal. In Florida, you can't get a signal. It's crazy. Elevation of 200 feet, and my God, you lose the freaking signal. So, way to go, Verizon. Yeah, stupid. But anywho, you were getting ready. You were talking about how great your Rays were, and then you went into the Cleveland Indians changing their name. Is that right? Well, I was just going to mention that, but the, what I was going to talk about is that, that there's some absolutely horrible people out there, Tug. Uh, the the Rays and Indians played the other night. It was tied going into the bottom of the ninth, or the top of the ninth, and the, and the Rays just killed it they uh slaughtered the uh relief pitcher that came in um scored they gave up five runs and a home run and a whole bunch of other stuff so basically they he lost the game right there in the ninth inning but he got death threats he got a person threatening to kill his unborn child and to come to his house and stab his whole family in the neck what kind of person does that i mean so and it was on twitter so 
I, I just I don't understand. I mean, I love sports. I love my Gators, but I am not going to ever uh, feel like I need to kill the other team if they happen to win the game. You know, so. No, and and that's an idiot. And we know it. That, that person should be arrested. Absolutely. Like immediately, but it won't happen. And yeah, and the Cleveland Indians changing their name, like. I, I, I've had people say to me that they're happy, like, look, are you happy that that name was changed? No, I'm not. There was nothing wrong with that name. I don't understand it. No, it, The Washington team is the think, problem. The Cleveland, it wasn't a problem. Their mascot was a racist, but besides that, the team name is fine. Yeah, their mascot was ridiculous, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never saw a problem with the, the Indian's name. I mean, half of the Native population of uh, Native Americans prefer to be called Indians as opposed to Native Americans. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't get that one. But. No, Indian's a problem. Indian's not. I mean, you know, there's words that aren't that isn't a derogatory nerve. I'm an American Indian. That never bothered me. And I I don't know a single Indian that I've ever known that has has had a problem with it because I asked. You're American Indian, yes. Yeah, so am I. I mean, that's what I. That's how we talk. If you understand yeah. what I'm saying, I. But it's just it's it's crazy the things that, the way things are running that they shouldn't. I don't understand how that was changed. It shouldn't have been changed, and I don't like the new name. Do you? No, and it, uh, one of the one of the guys that I'm friends with on Facebook that's a Cleveland Indians fan. He put the stuff up there and he said it looks straight bush league. It does. It looks like a triple A team or something. You know the the uh, the whole uh, get up that they have now. Yeah. So but. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling it at all. So Presley's not happy with it either. He come barging into the room yelling at me. Okay, so. he wanted to tell you change the name back. Is that what he said? Yes, he likes Indians. But, you know, I don't know. There's a, I, I, it just, I, things that make you go home every single day when you're watching the news and TV anymore. So, and our little segment of the show, please go out and get vaccinated so we can get back to normal, everybody. Yeah, uh, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I wouldn't be surprised if we come back to have to wear masks and freaking work because of all these uh, goobers that won't go out and get their shot. I mean, because it, it, uh, there's a lot of cities thinking about it, uh, re- reinstating the mask mandate. And I wouldn't be surprised Disney does it. It's going to be so disappointing. I'm so tired of wearing this dang thing. No, it's horrible, John. I, 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 I will, I will, like they're refusing to get the shot. I will refuse to wear a mask. I think I might go. <laughs> I might. You know, why am I being punished for your idiotic? You know, for you being an idiot. You know, it's like when you're in third grade. And the and uh, the teacher turns her back and somebody throws a, a spitball at her and she turns back around and goes Johnny was that you and Johnny won't admit it so then the whole classroom gets yes. punished you know yeah. and so the whole country is going to be punished because one one goober threw a spitball so and thanks, see buddy. and believe it or not John believe it or not <laughs> I was the guy that would say that idiot over there is the one that threw the spitball <laughs> yeah don't punish us it ain't my fault. I had no problem with cheesing you out. If you were being a moron and doing something wrong, I would rat you out, and then I'd I would have no problem meeting you out on the playground after it. <laughs> you know, I had no problem with that. I was not going to get punished for some idiot being a moron. Yeah, we had a lot of that in boot camp in the Navy too, man. You know, one person does something wrong, and the entire company gets punished. And it's nothing so frustrating as getting punished for somebody else's idiots, you know, idiotcy. So. And that's basically what we're going to do. We're going to all have to wear masks because this 35% of the population won't get inoculated. 
Yep. And I wasn't that kid. Like, if on my football team, if we had a kid on the team or two that, uh, like, you ever did you ever play football in high school or anything? Yeah, in, in junior high, I did. Yeah, yeah. You remember how you had used to have to run the wind sprints from line, the suicides from the goal line to the fifty and back. Like, I played wide receiver, running back, and corner and safety. And if any of us got beat by any offensive or, or offensive lineman, we'd have to run all over again. Now, if one of my teammates was really trying and just was hurting himself or get, and couldn't do it, I was all there for him. Because you know how sometimes in the heat you get sick. So I wasn't the guy that would throw you under the bus if you just couldn't do it. But I was the guy that would throw you under the bus if you didn't train or didn't try to do it. Does that make sense, yeah. Sean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you were the same way in the military. You had some guys that it was just harder for them to figure out how to. And I don't know what you did, but, like, disassemble a gun and put it back together. Like, somebody couldn't do that like everybody else. You follow me? And if he's trying, you don't want to be mad at him. But if he's not trying, then you throw him under the bus. That's yep. my opinion. Yeah. But just go get it. Just go get your shot. Please. Please. Please go get it. I mean, I'm, and it's not political, people. It's really not. And both sides are trying to blame the other side for not getting a shot. No, just, just, it, there's, it's not political. Just go get it. Am I wrong, John? No, no, no. It's, it's about health, and yeah. it's about your, your children's health because uh, a lot, of, most children can't get the shot yet. And so you're endangering their lives by not getting yourself the shot, you know? So. And senior citizens and stuff like yeah. that. Just get your shot. Yeah. And other people, protect the people that can't get the shot, you know, that are physically uh, not able to get the shot. You're trying to protect those people. You know, so. I mean, the, you, again, I've said it a thousand times. If you're really that worried about the shot, then do not drive in a car. Because the odds of something happening to you is a thousand times more riding in a car. Am I wrong, John? Johnny. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. Stay in your house. If you don't want to get the shot, just stay in your house and don't bother with anybody. I, I, If you don't want it, you have the right not to, but but just stay away from me. If you understand, like, don't go out and be with everybody else all the time if you're scared of that. I mean, if you don't want it. Am I wrong? Yeah, they said in, they said in France uh, they were having problems getting people getting the shot. And the uh, president just basically said, okay, if, to go to a bar, you have to show proof of vaccination. The vaccination went up like 50% overnight. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and, I understand, and I understand because our government's not always truthful with us. Am I right, John? But this is... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and, and you, you can say that a lot of people don't trust the government. I understand that. I mean, it, there are a lot of things that they lie about and that they uh, deceive you about. But I don't think this health issue is one. So. No, just go get it. Please, everybody. And I thank you very much for this message and listening to us, right, John? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I hear so many silly, silly excuses. I don't have the time. I work seven days a week, and I found the time. Uh, I'm afraid of needles. My wife's terrified of needles. She got two shots. Uh, I don't like. I don't like to go out. I don't like crowds. My my son's agoraphobic. He hates frigging crowds. He got the shot. So yeah. quit making excuses. You know. So. And anyway, there's no crowds. You could basically show up. I mean, yeah. I was at Target today. There was nobody there. And it's walk-up. You can go get it at any given time. So. But, anywho, speaking about any given time, John, operating hours extended at Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot in the latest Disney World operating hours update. So, you guys are really busy, aren't you? Yes. Yes, we are. There's a, there's a whole lot of people here. so And uh, buses are packed. So. And did you... Uh, 
did you watch that new Jungle Cruise on uh, Disney Plus yet? No, I'm not going to pay for a movie. So. No, 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 not that. I'm sorry, Johnny. Um, I'm talking about the how they show you how everything was made and the rides and everything. Oh, no, no, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, my God, John. I watched the first one with the Jungle Cruise, and The Rock was in it. And, again, I like The Rock, and hopefully the movie's good. He looks like he's going to be funny in it. I would have rather had Kevin Hart or somebody like that, but The Rock looks like he's doing good. I really like The Rock. He was part of this. And it was a lot. Of, it was pretty good. I seen the first one, the Jungle Cruise, and the next one up is actually uh, I I didn't watch the second one because Brenda wasn't with me, and the second one's on the making of the Haunted Mansion. Nice. So I'm sure you're gonna like that, John. Yeah, I need to watch them. I definitely need to uh, get updated on that stuff. So. Yeah, it's called Behind the Attraction, John. So it's it, it looks. Uh, I think you're really going to like it. They have the Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Space Mountains available now. So, yeah, you, no pirates. I'm sure that'll be on there. Now, the only part about that that's going to suck, you know Johnny Depp's going to have to be part of it. <laughs> Doug's favorite character. Yeah, and did you hear some fireworks were canceled this week, John? No, no, I didn't see any story about that. There was some, uh, Twitter was going off because uh, the Forever at uh, Epcot, for some reason, was just canceled, and it had nothing to do with weather. You didn't hear anything about that? No, I've mostly had day shifts this last week, so no, I haven't heard anything in there. Nobody mentioned anything uh, the next day, so... No, I was pretty shocked about it. Uh, I, w I wanted to know what was going on. I didn't know if you heard any inside story. Uh, installation of the Disney World 50th Anniversary Crest completes the Cinderella Castle celebration look. And the arch is really pretty, John. Yeah, I did see the pictures of that, of the, the big emblem on the castle. It looks really, really, really nice. Yeah, that castle looks absolutely glorious. It looks very regal. You know... It looks like I would live there, John. That's how regal it looks. I don't know. You think uh, Captain Handsome would find a, a place? Would you would you deem yourself to go that low to live in a castle? Yes, that would. The, the Disney World's castle would be just right up my alley, John. It okay. would, it would okay. fit me perfectly. But now it really looks beautiful. They did a great job. Disney announces the return of Disney Cruise Line voyages from Florida in early August with mask and testing. John, do you really want to go on a cruise where you have to wear a mask? No, I wouldn't want to go on a cruise at any point right now. It's, I mean, there's still too much of this running around. So, no, no, I have no interest in wearing a mask on vacation. Uh, it says, I mean, it really sounds like your wind is open. You're on a rough road now, aren't you, John? <laughs> Holy moly. Backwoods of, of Sumter County. Holy moly, you sound like you're running in an off-road race. Uh, vaccinations will not be required, but Disney will be requiring pre-trip and embarking COVID-19 testing. See, I think, I honestly believe that you, if you want if you want to go on this cruise, nobody's making you go, that you should have to be vaccinated. Am I wrong? Nobody's making you go to Disney World. I think the same thing. Yes. Think, uh, when you check into your hotel, you should have to prove that you've been vaccinated. I, I don't understand it. And if you're not, you choose not to. Maybe uh, open up a non-vax hotel and cruise line. You have the right to do it. 
but they should have the right to forbade you from going. Am I wrong? No, I mean, uh, you have to have a passport. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, John, if I want to get on a plane and fly to Africa to do a safari, I have to have vaccines. Do I or do I not? Yes. Yes, you do. So uh, should I say, I'm not doing it. I'm going. I'm suing the airlines and I'm suing America. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, if you want to go to uh, Venezuela or whatever, you have to be vaccinated. Am I wrong, John? Nope, you certainly do. Uh, so I don't understand what the problem is. I, I don't know. Guests must prove a negative COVID-19 test. Pay guests for at guest expense. Take it between five days and 24 hours prior to sale date. Guests are then required to undergo a rapid PCR COVID test. Sixty-five hours at the terminal prior to boarding. Guests will be with positive 19 test results, as well as those with travel parties will be denied boarding. And I guarantee you will not get your money back. What do you think, John? Uh, I don't even. I don't even think I would bother with this and uh, taking a cruise until this is all over in our rearview mirror. You know. Yeah. Uh, guests who are fully vaccinated. May, may choose to provide proof of vaccination in order to be exempt from pre-trip embark, embarkation day and testing requirement. Increased physical distance will be implemented and cast members will be wearing masks indoors. All guests ages two, including those who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 are required to wear, wear fa face mask coverings indoors. Exception includes when guests are in their staterooms, or active, actively eating or drinking. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd be damn eating and drinking the entire trip. I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have one of those football helmets on with the with the straws running into my mouth the entire trip. There you go. Got a beer. Got a beer. I'm, I'm drinking beer. Yeah, I mean, but really, who would want to pay? I, and I'm just throwing numbers out there, but like a family, who would want to pay like ten grand to do a cruise and have to wear a mask the whole time? There's people. There's people. You know. Not fun to me. I'll tell you what, it was bad enough at Disney World, let alone being on a boat. I mean, I'm yeah. out on the high seas. I don't want to be restricted. Uh, more performances and of a celebration of the Festival of Lion King to begin, begin soon at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I know you're happy about that, John. Yeah, my favorite show. It's the most popular show on Disney property. Yeah, I saw today, too, uh, backstage they were running the film or running the uh, news items. They're... Uh, Opening Beauty and the Beast, I think August 15th, and uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor August 8th. When are so they opening? You broke up. August 8th. You, so Monsters Laugh Floors on August 8th? Yep, and Beauty and the Beast live on stage August 15th. Okay. Well, that'll be nice to have Beauty and the Beast back at Hollywood Studios. Yes, it will. Well, I just like hearing it when you're going down Hollywood Boulevard there. I like hearing the music playing. So, yeah, yeah, that's So Johnny, as you got captured by Loki and the aliens <laughs> and all them people, uh, we were talking. You need to get the sound effects from the Twilight Zone and just play that every time I zone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anywho, you uh, were talking about. I was saying it was nice to hear Beauty and the Beast at the end of that on Hollywood Boulevard, and you were gabbing along, and it broke up the whole time you were gabbing. So. No, it's, yeah, it's a uh, it's a really great show. Has some uh, wonderful music. So, um, and it's uh, it, it, it 
I always wonder how hot the poor performers are, though, because it's right there in the. Yeah, I don't think the the crowd is in the sun, but it looks like the performers are for most of the show. So it's got to be pretty freaking hot. So. Yeah, the beast. He's probably hot. Yeah, but uh, probably not as bad as the uh, <coughs> cars. What was the lights, cars, motor action show? <laughs> that thing. That was like. Yeah, I think that was. You know that uh, that sun uh, shade that Polly Walnuts used to use on the Sopranos? Oh, absolutely. To get the sun? <laughs> yeah. I was like sitting on that, right? Yeah. So. Dude, it was horrible. Well, that's what I went through yesterday at uh, Maple Grove. I uh, wore jeans yesterday. It's 87 degrees, but I wore jeans. And the reason being is I went to a NASCAR race at Dover like 10 years ago or 12 years ago. I put sunblock on multiple times on my legs, and because of sitting on those stainless steel be- bleachers and know how you lean over and you put your elbows on your knees i must have kept wiping off the sunblock and i literally got fried so bad like my my legs were peeling like blisters so i said i am not going through that again and i wore uh and i actually wore jeans yesterday but it was sitting on those bleachers was screaming hot so but i don't know i really i i the light murder action i really enjoyed that but you were right. It was a, a frying pan back there. Yeah, it was. It was basically a microwave. So. You could go back there in 10 minutes and get your whole tan for the week that you want to tell everybody <laughs> when you go back up east that you got your tan in Florida. Yeah, people used to come out of Hollywood Studios redder than going to Blizzard Beach or uh, Typhoon Lagoon. You get more sunburn there than anywhere else. So. Oh, absolutely. Or it went with the flamethrowers going from the cars. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but there'll be... Uh, we were started all this at the Lion King beginning July 31st, 2021. Performance will expand from six per day to eight shows per day. So that's pretty cool, John. Yep. Yeah. It sounds. Uh, I think they're using all the all the seats now and stuff like that. So it'll be back to uh, jamming people in there before too long. So. And I like the new tomorrow Tomorrowland. Uh, Tomorrowland new walkway concrete design moves across the bridge towards the hub at the Magic Kingdom. I like, I do like the new sign there, John. It makes it more open. Yep. Yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, my dog, John, he just keeps coming in the room, out of the room. I got to keep opening the door and closing the door for this idiot. You know, me and Presley, we just do our our damnedest to make your show go smooth as possible. Oh, right, used to her. <laughs> I feel like Mo dealing with Carolee and Larry. I swear to God, I do. Uh, uh, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary touches touches coming along at International Airport, along with the new Magic of Disney store location. So that's pretty cool, John. You get off the plane, you already get a little dose of uh, Disney magic. Go figure. That, that's actually one of the uh, uh, places where they have a uh, squish penny, smush penny um, kiosk. They have a couple there that you can't find anywhere on property. So the people that were tra- always trying to find all of them, they had to make a special trip out to the airport just to get, <laughs> just to get those. So. Uh, and they're also redoing the partner statue, John. Yeah, that makes sense. Shine it up. Yeah, it's like I'm on at both ends of this. Like, I... One way, I'm glad they're going to shine this up. But on the other hand, I kind of like the patino of it, if you understand what I'm saying. It's all natural. Yeah, it gives it that, that uh, aged look Yeah, you know, that's been there for a while. But I guess at the same point, I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's like I'm 50-50. Like you said, back and forth. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on it. But it says guests at the Magic Kingdom this week are be, being 
greeted with a, an unusual sight in the center of the park hub where the partner statue is being refurbished. Uh, so everybody, you'll see everybody, they'll be working on it as you go walking by. I'll tell you what, Walt is a handsome character. He, he's almost as handsome as I am, John. Almost, huh? Uh, the, when, do you know when the sculpture was installed, John? I don't think it was that long ago. I, I thought it was, what, maybe early 2000s? No, it's a little older than that. Okay. 1995, John. All right, well, I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking the 90s or the 2000s, stuff. But, like, I do like the old look of it. Like, it makes it, I like it. I don't know if I want it shined off. We'll see. I don't want to be in super golden. Glimmering. <laughs> yeah, it says the iconic centerpiece will be stripped of the hub, has been stripped down to bare metal, where it will next be cleaned and new layer of patina added, followed by a poly protective polymer and wax. So he's all scraped down right now. I actually think it looks really good all scraped down. <laughs> yeah. But we shall see. I'm waiting to see what they come up with. I hope I hope he don't have, like, uh, golden hair and he looks like a superhero, John. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, new poster revealed for the upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser experience coming to Walt Disney World. So you, did you already book your room yet, John? Uh, for what? Star Cruiser, have you booked your room yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Yeah, absolutely. Five nights. Yeah, <laughs> five nights. Oh, you're you're staying longer than the average bear, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have so much fun, I'm going to do it twice. Yeah, but opening in 2022 at Walt Disney World, the Galactic, the Galactic Star Cruiser will invite you into new kind of storytelling as you travel the galaxy in a finely appointed star Starship. Yeah, you'll be like Jeff Bezos, John. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very a, expensive, but yeah. very cool. And in, in the poster, we see the Holocon Star Cruiser. How, what? Halcyon, Halcyon Star Cruiser, which will be home to two, for your two-night stay. The four people in the center of the poster represented the travelers you so it looks pretty cool john you're gonna have your own restaurant your whole you're, you're gonna be in it's gonna be like like you said a million times this is gonna be an on land cruise yeah yeah basically and i and i know uh uh the people the folks across town are watching this very carefully to see how it does because if that's a success don't be surprised that ground uh, uh ground is broken very shortly for a hogwarts uh experience much like this where you actually get to go uh stay two or three nights at hogwarts to, uh, for harry potter world you know so uh, i guarantee you they're watching it very closely and i if it's really successful i could see disney doing a couple then before they ever build another value uh, or moderate or value resort yeah i mean uh if you I look across the world i think boutique little boutique uh resorts are very popular so yeah i wouldn't be surprised they'll find figure out another world to immerse you in and, and do another one you're probably right yeah i don't think they'll ever build another value so no i doubt that john uh disney park pass availability refresh for the start of the 50th anniversary on october 1st at both epcot and the magic kingdom so keep looking for your park passes 
remember you need them still to get your park reservations to get into your hotel. I mean, to get into the park. You don't just need a ticket. Uh, Disney sets closing dates for two fireworks shows. Happily ever after at Epcot. Forever. Well, everybody thought Epcot Forever was uh, closed already the other night. So... You sound like you're racing. You sound like you're in cars, John. Uh, I think you muted yourself or something, or muted me because I couldn't hear. I didn't hear a single thing you said for about thirty seconds. Well, it wasn't me. Nobody was muted. It was just the connection. I said, I think really? you. Yeah, connection was bad. Okay. I said, That's I. Th yeah. I said you sound like you're in the movie Cars. <laughs> Uh, Epcot Forever and Happy Ever After will be closing in September to make its way for the new shows debuting as part of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom will have its final performance on September 29, 2021. Beginning October 1, 2021, Magic Kingdom will debut its new nighttime show, Disney Enchantment. Uh, Replacing Wishes, the 18-minute Happily Ever After debuted in 2017. Epcot Forever will will end its run with the last showing on September 28, 2021. And the new show will be replaced by Harmonious, which officially debuts on October 1st, 2021. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm praying that these are better than what I think they're going to. What the heck was that, John? Did you get shot? No, I didn't even hear anything. Uh, it sounded like something exploded. I, I, I was talking about fireworks. Maybe it was that. Have you? Uh, <laughs> We're adding in special effects now. Yes. Do you have any? Are you nervous about these two fireworks shows? I'm looking forward to uh, Harmonious. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, none of the fireworks shows at Magic Kingdom have. I I really don't. I, I wasn't crushed when Wishes left and. Uh, uh, happily ever after is fine. I don't know if if because none of those seem like they had a, as much of a story as uh, Illuminations did to me. So well, I know we'll get crushed. I mean, I've been crushed by saying the same thing. Like uh, wishes is was nice. Happily ever after was nice, but they're like minor leagues compared to how good uh, Illuminations was to me. But then you have people like Dave, which you got to consider the source from the Mickey dudes. He'll tell you that Illuminations wasn't that good. Be there? Yeah, he'll tell you Illuminations isn't that good at all. Alright, so you're finally at Walmart, John, and hopefully we can continue this and be good now from here on out. What do you think? We got a shot at let's this? Let's try. Yeah, let's try. Anywho, but we were talking about the fireworks, and I, I wasn't too... I, I said I didn't miss the other two that much, but Illuminations, I have, I have low hopes for the new harmonious but i'm praying that it has some kind of uh, story to it like we talked about i was talking about dave at the mickey dudes like some people didn't like illuminations but the i've met few and far people between that have disliked illuminations what about you yeah i mean i i i, I always preferred illuminations because it seemed like there was a more of a story to it um yeah. wishes and happily ever after and and stuff like that i i know there's a, a bit of a story but it's nothing like the story that was told by illuminations and so i'm hoping a harmonious has something like that to go with it so yeah and then scaffolding up at magic kingdom be our guest restaurant as exterior 
is refurbishment gets underway. So they're cleaning everything up at the Magic Kingdom, aren't they, John? Yeah, they're they're doing a lot, and I don't know. I see stuff that that irks me that that just isn't fixed, and I don't know if it's um, the Yeti, John. The Yeti? Are we talking about the Yeti, John? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, really, Doug, I could give two craps about the Yeti because there's so much other stuff that I would rather see. Like, you just keep paper towels in the men's bathroom oh. and Epcot. You know, I mean, let's worry about stuff like that first. Oh, so. absolutely. I would give anything to see somebody working in the restaurants like they used to john wouldn't you like i haven't seen honestly in the last i guess three trips i haven't seen anybody in the in any of the restrooms i mean the the last trip they weren't bad so i'm not going to criticize but i i always used to see janitorial in all the bathrooms like all the time and i I don't don't see it as much there's there's a distinct difference you know if you go to any of the resorts well i wouldn't say any um any of the uh, any of the uh deluxe resorts you know if you're at boardwalk or if you're at uh the grand floridian or the contemporary and you walk into the restrooms there are spick and span man Mm. um you could eat off the floor if you really were so inclined but man uh the restrooms like that one in uh magic kingdom that was always a notoriously bad one over there by peter pan um you know so there's definitely a distinct difference in the attention that they get so and there shouldn't be I no mean, i'll tell you what john in the 2000s or early the mid 2000s i don't i mean you i don't ever remember any magic kingdom bathroom being dirty i don't yeah. and that was one of my things that i used to brag about like everybody go i can't believe you spent all that money i said i spend it because i know what i'm going to get and now in some of the ways i don't know what i'm going to get john and they're the things that really piss me off the most like you simple things is the bathrooms being clean when you're paying that kind of money per day i don't think that's too much to ask do you john oh you know i'm I'm gonna uh, i'm gonna start counting the how many times uh, i i hear uh i spent all this money so (laughs) you're you're gonna have to bear with me on that one i am so tired of hearing that no offense doug yeah oh my god when i pull up and and somebody's been waiting 10 minutes for a bus that's all i hear i spent this no i'm sorry that's 40 minutes yes 10 minutes no like the day i said it all star and i literally counted 40 minutes before a bus came for me go back to epcot that's a problem and I even went into the desk to complain about it, John. And there, yeah. th- that's a problem. Ten minutes now. And, and no, they, you know, you know. And, 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 no, I hear it all the time. And, and I know people haven't waited that. Because like no. I told you, for example, that other other day, I, it takes me 16 minutes to get to, to Blizzard Beach and back. And you weren't here 16 minutes ago. So I know you haven't waited 45 minutes. No. There's no way. Yeah, 100%. So. But nobody could tell me that day I was wrong, John, because it happened. No, you were in the middle of the afternoon. Yes. And what happens a lot of times, especially at Epcot, is what they do, Doug, is they go to a visual system. So after about three o'clock sometimes it's as early as 2 30 um up until seven uh anytime in that time frame they go visual and what that means is that there's a lot of people leaving the parks and so there's a coordinator or a bus leader standing out there and telling buses where to go instead of a certain route you know and so he's telling as they come in he's sending the buses to the full uh corrals of gates that have a lot of people in it that have been waiting at the park to get back to the resort quickly you know um so he's sending a lot to here and a lot to there and if you were at 
where were you? All stars? Yeah, it was the, it was the guys' trip. Remember yep. me, my brother, yeah. and my guy. And what happened was is we were staying late that night. Well, what I took the guys out to breakfast, so I wanted to go back to the room. I told you how I like to go back and freshen up. So I left my car at the boardwalk instead of trying to get back in with the car or at, at Yacht and Beach Club because I went to breakfast. We parked. We went in Epcot. I figured I'll leave my car there. I'll take the bus home. This way I don't have to come out and go back in. You know what I'm talking about. And I went home, took a shower, and I went to get back on the bus, and it was 40 minutes later. I went home around 2 in the afternoon, and I didn't get back to the park till 4. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it was. It was – and and what especially let's see there's uh on the other side you know you know how the bus loops are made up at uh epcot right yes um so you have most of the resorts on that one side then there's our break room that building right in the middle and then there's coronado springs pop century all-star and all-star movies on the other side and all-stars at that time would have been on the other side and so the coordinator that's sending the buses to the to the gates he doesn't have a direct visual onto Coronado or All-Stars. And so he doesn't know until somebody tells him that that gate is full. And so he didn't send a bus for the longest time because he didn't see your that gate over there filled. And if a bus doesn't leave Epcot heading to All-Stars, you're not going to get one. So that's that's probably what happened that day. Yeah. I, I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you what ha- what, it, what it was that happened. You know, And, yeah. it, and it, it's unexcusable because – with the system that that is in place, there should be a bus going to All Stars, regardless of whether or not there's any people going back to the park. Because, like you, you want to come back to the park, yes. so there's always going to be guests at the park or at the resort wanting to come back. So, no, it was it really po'd me that day. I mean, I was fine with it because I was alone, and it was more of now I'm proving a point that there's a problem here because I had the same problem me and Brenda did a couple times at Riverside. I told you the same story. In the afternoon, we were having problems with buses. So we just started to drive to the parks all the time. Because when you're on, when we talk about time is money, you know I'm not cheap, John. But time is money. And it's like, if I'm going to spend two hours, and literally I was in the shower 15 minutes, John. It was I'm a guy by myself. Nobody's in the room. You know how long it takes for you to switch out, shower, get back, and ready to go? It don't take me longer than 15 minutes. Is it you? No. No, and literally, I was two hours going to and from Epcot. That's too much. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, and, and that was my problem, but it was my fault because I left the car there. But, and we'd have the same problem at Riverside. And me and Brenda would be like, if we're sitting here waiting a half hour, 45 minutes for a bus, and we do that three or four times a trip, that's real money, isn't it? Yeah, and, and fortunately, I've never had, I mean, I have certainly had to wait. Um, longer than I than I needed to for a bus, but it's never consecutive for me. Like I never have a day where I wait 45 minutes for the Magic Kingdom bus. The next day I wait 45 minutes for the Hollywood Studio bus. The next day I wait 45 minutes. And I will I cover. Just never have had that. And bus, I so. and I know why you haven't, John, because I'm not and I'm not trying to be smart because you've been staying at DVC for the past 10 years, and I think their buses are better than what they give you at the moderate or the value at a lot of times. I think if they have a problem or shortage of buses. They will make sure they take care of DVC before they do Riverside or uh, All-Star. That's just my opinion. During the non-peak hours, you're probably correct. But during the peak, uh, the three hours in the morning or surrounding the Yes, and I agree with you on that. They they're flooded to the cheap but, uh, to the value resorts. Absolutely flooded. Um, you know, uh, going to the Magic Kingdom at 
eight o'clock or, or leaving Pop Century, heading to the Magic Kingdom at eight o'clock in the morning, there's like five buses lined up to mm-hmm. take people. So, I mean, it, during the non-peak hours, yeah, you're absolutely right. One o'clock in the afternoon, you're it's it's going to be scar- scarce. Yes, but eight and, o'clock in the morning, there's a ton of them. So. And that, but that annoys me, John, for like staying there, and that's the reason why we started not we started driving all the time because you know how me and Brenda like to tour, and I. Everybody who listens to this show knows. We'll get off. We'll go to the park early. We'll stay there till noon, 1 o'clock, grab lunch. We like to go home and relax for an hour or two in the middle of the day and then come back to the parks. And that's when we were having problems with the buses in the middle of the afternoon. And I don't, I don't think I don't think you should have to wait in the middle of the afternoon, especially at a moderate. I don't think any of them because you're paying good money for all these resorts, more than you would if you stayed off. If you're not going to get a bus, you might as well not – you're not going to get the, the high-end transportation, then what is it worth staying on, on property? Because that's what you're basically staying on property for, transportation, in my opinion. Most, first yeah, and, and foremost. I mean, and, and you're right that the system is broken right now, and, and we, but it's important to remember. It's not your fault, the, John. Yes, for the people out there, I don't have the capability to just do whatever the heck no. I feel like. I mean, you can't say, I'm headed to Riverside here, today, No, and you're supposed to be somewhere yeah, else. I can't do that. No. Yeah. I mean, and, and here is the, the issue with that is like, so, so, uh, there's guests waiting at the poly gate and I pull into the Coronado Springs gate and I'm going to Coronado to pick up. I can't, and nobody's getting on my bus at animal kingdom going to Coronado. So why can't I just drive over there and pick up those people at the poly? Because there's people at Coronado waiting to come back to animal kingdom. And so I can't just randomly make those decisions like that. You know, so and 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 I'll, I'll, sometimes you can. So if you're a floater, um, that means you can do whatever, whatever, uh, take care of the guests. You know, and especially at night, um, there's a certain time after the Magic Kingdom closes where we get a message across the box on our on our screens that just say, "Go to uh, gates 11 through 17 and just take guests home." So then it's just random. Whoever you see, you take. But that's only at closing. You know, so. Well, and the thing that, that's the other thing, John, that cracks me up is like they will blame you, and you need to blame Cheapy Chakebig, Money Grum, and Bob, and whoever's in charge. Don't blame the cast members for anything because the cast members, by and large, are totally underpaid and overworked, in my opinion. So be nice to them. Don't don't take it out on the cast member. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's it's not a problem, not an issue at all to find the uh, the transportation or the. Uh, uh, you know, other ways to complain to the people in charge, you know, not, not, don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm just doing the best I can. So, you know. No, and it's, it, it's, it's very sad that when you guys get picked on, cause you're working your butts off. And that's the other thing. Like they don't want you texting and driving and all this other stuff. And I know I've made this point about those electronic uh, billboards. Have I not, I've talked about that before. How is that not distracting when you see basically a TV show when you're riding down the, down the, down the pike? Have you ever seen them yet? Yes, I, I see a lot of them. And actually, there's one in town here that is, it, it's probably, I don't know, 2,000 watts in yes. the middle of the night. I come home and it glare, it's glaring. I can see it a mile and a half away on the side of the road. Yeah. So. We have a couple right here on my on the main drag, Cross Keys Road. It's a four-lane highway here. And they have four of them going each way. And 
everybody you ride by, you're like, I know they're there now, but I look at the cars to watch them look up at the sign and not pay attention to what the hell they're doing. <laughs> so you can't text and drive, but you, we can put TVs now as billboards. And, and that's what cracks me up, too, with this. I was watching, uh, it was on YouTube the other day. It said, Disney bus driver, round trip. And they recorded a bus driver, one of the bus trips. And I was hoping by hope it would be one in 1,500 that I got you, John. <laughs> but, Unlikely. But the thing of it was is it showed the, the basically the iPad that you guys have to look at. Like, how is that not distracting? I'm watching the guy drive through the gates of Hollywood Studios pushing all the buttons on that screen as he's driving. It, it, technically, you're not supposed to touch the buttons until you're at a stop. So, yeah, he was breaking protocol. But you get so. my point. It is distracting. Like, when you're driving, John, things go up on that board, don't they? They go up on the board in – if you're going five miles an hour or less, um, once you go over five, that blinks out and you can't, you okay. can't do anything. So okay. it's a, it's at a certain speed that the stuff pops on there and that you can, it, it really should make it so you can't type anything unless you're at a dead stop, but it, it enables you to type stuff when you're, and what you're trying to, what I'm, what you're trying to do when you're punching that is to change your marquee. Um, because, they give us a lot of time for runs. Like if I'm at Animal Kingdom and I'm going to the Polynesian, they give me 20 minutes each way. You know, Polynesian is pretty far from the Animal Kingdom, but it's not a 20-minute drive. Uh-huh. So I get there in 12 or 13 minutes and 12 or 13 minutes back. So it's a 26, 27-minute round trip instead of a 40-minute round trip. Well, on my box and on my sheet, it automatically will reload my marquee above me to say, the next resort on my list that I'm going to, but I'm not supposed to leave for that resort for another 20 minutes. And so I can't drive into animal kingdom gates with Saratoga Springs on my marquee and drive past the Saratoga gate and have everybody look at me like, what that, why aren't you picking us up? So I'm trying people try to change the marquee. So that doesn't happen is what they're trying to do. So, yeah, but I just, but my point is it's like you're saying it shouldn't light up until you're stopped and solve yep. the problem like they're yep. telling you you're not allowed to do things but then they'll do things like that and they know if it change you're gonna do it yeah <laughs> it's, yep. it's yep. A, it, it, so that's my point it, it just I, I i found that very off-putting watch watching that guy drive the bus going through the he was going through the gate at hollywood studios and pushing the buttons on the yep. flat screen Yep, 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 and you certainly shouldn't be doing it, but I understand what he's trying to do because he's probably pulling in there and he's probably got something on his marquee that he doesn't want to drive past the gate, and you know, so. But. Yep. Yeah, and I was just asking because, like I said, it's like, yeah, I'll get pulled over for texting and driving, but I can go down the road and, and, and I'll see a cop right next to me working on a laptop driving. And, yes. I, and, I, yeah. and I asked him because I've asked that before because I, I got pulled over one time because of my – my uh, my phone automatically when I plugged it in when I first got the Kia and I put it in the holster. You know how you put it off for like navigation or whatever. Yeah. I turned it on. It was early in the morning and uh, and it came on and here it was playing a show that I was watching. It automatically loaded. Like now how you plug your phone in and it plays music. Yep. Well, this played a show. I got pulled over by the cop. And I'm watching him pull me over. As he's driving behind me. He's on his laptop. So I asked him, I said, so I get in trouble for my thing playing that I wasn't watching, but how do you manipulate that laptop and check all my stuff while you're driving? Can you explain that to me? 
I got a ticket, but am I wrong, John? Like, how can they drive down the road on a laptop? But and and I see, dude. I've I've even called them out. I've I've drove by cops that were texting and driving, and I I I do the shame on you with the fingers when I'm next to them. <laughs> uh, we've got a, uh, and, and I don't mean this to sound. And sexist, I love cops. We, don't get me wrong. We have a female cop in town here who is notorious for that. She is constantly sitting at red lights at a dead stop at a green light and texting on her phone. And it's like, uh, I think maybe you shouldn't be doing that, but you know. Dude, do you know how many times at the local Home Depot here there's a left turn arrow that I've been behind cops where the arrow turns green and they don't go and I lay on the horn because they're on their phone. <laughs> and I don't care because I have nothing I have done nothing wrong. You follow me? I have nothing to hide. You can have my license of registration. Uh, again, rehearsals begin at Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor and Comedy. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm 100% pro-cop, so... I have nothing against cops. I, I did you see that cop that the car was on fire, it exploded, and went in and saved a mother and child the other day? It was amazing. So God bless them. It was yesterday, actually. Former FastPass Plus kiosks continue to be uncovered at Magic Kingdom as this interest surrounds the possibility of paid FastPass offerings. Have you heard anything more about this bullcrap, John? No, no, I haven't. Uh, like I said, it's not surprising though. No. So. It's going to be very, very, very sad when that day comes. Uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind construction update from Epcot as the project enters its fifth year. It seems like 17 to 18 years this has been going on. <laughs> What's been going longer, this or Tron, John? I mean, it's like uh, the longest two developments of anything in the history of the parks. They are taking their sweet time. I mean, both of them are huge show buildings. So, I mean, obviously that's a Dude, intricate we built, job. But we built a whole hospital in half a quarter, an eighth of the time is this building. Well, I think, in I, one I'm year, pretty sure they built they built uh, the whole entire cove, Swan or yeah, well, Swan Reserve or Swan Cove, Reserve, the that. Reserve. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is, they've built that many times. So yeah, and and it it's it's crazy, John. I can't believe how long this has taken. Is it ever going to open? And the sad part, I'm sorry to cut you off again, but when you look at the building, there's still all kind of groundwork that needs to be done around it and behind it. I mean, it's like, it's the longest project ever. Yeah, and Ratatouille's been done, and it's still not open, so I guess it doesn't matter if it was done, they wouldn't open it, so. Yeah, it says, a view from the monorail does offer a look at the concrete base where the Star Blaster ships seen in the concept concept art will set so they're trying to get that set but they do, they still don't even have the concrete poured out back of it yet or in the front of it yet i mean and they're gonna have to put up all those uh all the front mosaic like the stanchions and the pillars and none of that is done yet and they're still working on that Originally announced in 2017, the more than $400 million coaster is now offer, entering its fifth year of construction. Disney has yet to give an opening date. What do you think? The 100th anniversary will be riding Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot for the 75th. Okay. Well, you're more optimistic than I am, John. Uh, Disney World Hall of President reopens in August, and the first look at Joe Biden animatronic begins. It's amazing. It took him a month to make Joe and eight years to make Trump. <laughs> Am I wrong, John? Uh, let's see. President Joe Biden will join the Hall of Presidents of the Magic Kingdom in August as the attraction reopens from its eight-month eight month update. 
Yeah. According to Disney, creative teams have been busy programming an audio animatronic replica of the president, pairing it with a delivery of the presidential oath of office recorded at the White House by President Biden himself just for the attraction. Every detail comes together to create a realistic and symbolic glimpse into the office of the president through the years, from the carefully tailored clothing to the props, documents, and furniture placed throughout the stage. Next time you visit, you may notice the table next to President Biden is adorned with a few special items, each with their own significance to the president, including peach blossoms to represent his home state of Delaware and a pair of aviators as a nod to his proclivity for the sunglasses. Disney also confirmed today that following tradition, the audio animatronics figure of former President uh, Donald Trump will take its place on stage among those who have previously served. In today's announcement, Disney made no mention of any changes being made to the attraction, film, or any introduction of the much-rumored Muppets tie-in. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I'd love the Hall of Presidents, dude. I can't wait for that to reopen. Uh, Orange County Mayor appeals to businesses to require masks to be worn when indoors and crowded space regardless of vaccination status. Boo! Boo! Yep, there you go. No, that yeah. was six days ago, but nothing has been done yet. Uh, hopefully nothing get now hopefully they don't make anybody wear a mask john yeah we still have to on the buses so yeah so everybody knows uh transportation still requires masks the monorails the skyliners the buses uh so have your mask in your pocket you can go without it all day at the park but if you want to head back to the resort you're going to need it and uh i do have a box on the on the bus if you absolutely don't have yours so. yeah well it's it's pathetic uh yeah, okay, so I can get in Pirates and do everything else, but when I get on your bus, John, i got to be covered. <laughs> no, and, and uh, speaking of that box, Doug, I got a message today across it that said, just a friendly reminder, uh, everybody must wear a, uh, a mask on the bus, when, including you, as driving. And I think they were trying to say I'm supposed to wear it when I don't have anybody on the bus. And I am not wearing a mask when there's <laughs> nobody else on my bus. Why? For what possible reason? No, it's... I, I don't get it. No, so. it's ridiculous. Uh, what do we have over at the news? Uh, former lobby refurbishment completed at Disney's Coronado Springs. That looks beautiful, John. Yeah, yeah. The, all of that resort, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Our stay is... Uh, not uh, Monday night, but a week from Monday night. So we've got that one night stay that uh, Disney uh, foot bill. So looking forward to it. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it, John. I'm looking forward to your review. Uh, D- uh, Dinosaur Gertie ice cream of extinction reopens at Hollywood Studios. That is awesome. I love my Gertie. Don't you, John? Yeah, it's one of the coolest looking little uh, uh, things. And, and actually, it's funny, Doug. Uh, at some point, I'm going to send you a picture. There's a dinosaur about that same size that somebody uh, out here in the middle of nowhere off of this country road uh, right right around the corner from me built a dinosaur the same size, and unfortunately, he died when he was uh, uh, about halfway through it. So oh, it's basically got the body, the legs, and the, and the tail, but no head on the poor, uh, poor dinosaur. But it's this massive concrete statue in the middle of a cow field. It's <laughs> the weirdest thing. So. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, we have new character-inspired Titleist golf bags and backpacks available at Walt Disney World. They look nice, but they aren't golf bags. They're they're golf. They have golfers on them, but they aren't. They aren't going to carry your clubs. <laughs> 
they're not that type of golf bag. Yeah, no. Why are you calling it a golf? Because it has a golfer on it? I mean, there's a backpack, which is $169, a hanging toiletry bag, which is $89, a duffel bag, which is $169, and a drawstring sack pack for 80 bucks. I mean, but I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get a new Disney golf bag. These aren't golf bags. They just have golf logos on them. So yep. uh, it was very deceiving, that article, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little, little mis- uh, misleading there. Yeah, what else we have here, John? Uh, fitting rooms return to Walt Disney World. I guess uh, now the pandemic, you can actually go uh, get your uh, your change on and see if something fits and not have to buy it and return it. So that's a good thing. Uh, Boma Gico, Victoria Falls Lounge at Disney's Animal Kingdom. They look like they're set to return, John. Reopening soon. Isn't that good news? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Boma is one of my uh, favorite restaurants, but I, d- I don't know, I don't know if any of these buffet places are translating that well, in my opinion, to uh, uh, the all-you-care-to-eat um, family-style dinner. I, I much prefer, and I know a lot of people uh, don't like buffets, Judith and you probably included, but I, I always like it because I like, I like trying a bunch of different things at one time, so I always get a kick out of it. Um, but if Boma's not like that, we'll be waiting on that one too. We're certainly waiting on Cape May to, to get back to some kind of regular menu. So. Now I hear you about trying, but I would rather have family style served to me and, instead of having little Jimmy picking his nose and grabbing the spoon. That's just me. You know what I'm saying, John? I, I they, yeah. It grosses me out because I watch people. I watch people go up and sneeze and cough right over. It's like, what is wrong with you? I mean, the people have no manners. That's my problem. I get skeboso, John. Yeah, I, I can understand. But it, I don't know. I, I ate some stuff in the Navy that uh, would disgust you. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. No, well, <laughs> yeah. Didn't you ever hear the term "do no better, do better, John"? <laughs> uh, but Disney Animal Kingdom reopens all guests on August 26th, if these rumors are confirmed. So, and the dining options will come with it. And me and Brenda love Gico. So, and uh, it's, it's also Falls Lounge at Disney's Animal Kingdom is awesome too. Besides Boma. Doug, and if, uh, since we were talking about the buses and stuff, if anybody's really thinking about it, and and if you're going to um, contemplate where you're going to stay based purely on bus service, uh, believe it or not, in my opinion, Animal Kingdom Lodge has the best bus service of anywhere on property. Uh, it seems like there's constantly buses going in and out of there to uh, uh, the different uh, parks and stuff like that. So it, it definitely is a lot, and, it, and it's only two stops. And in the morning, it's only one stop. Uh, Jumbo has its own, and Kidani Village has its own. So. No, we've never had a problem really there. My biggest problem was Riverside, dude, and I love Riverside, but in the middle of the afternoon, it's like, what? what's that tumbleweed, the western sound? <laughs> You're Where like, st- <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it, buses stop? Uh, did they not run past 12 o'clock? What's going on over here? Uh, what else do we have, John? Uh, new 50th anniversary medallion on Cinderella's Castle. We read that already. Steel structure rises near Tron Light Cycle Run at Magic Kingdom. I think they're putting up a new ride over there to take place at Tron until that's done. What do you think, John? Yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> Taking its time. I mean, holy moly. Uh, 
A construction moves slowly at Moana Journey of Waterworks at Epcot. Everything's moving slowly right now. Yeah, with the Epcot monorail line now running again for guests, we've decided to take advantage of the new viewpoint. Once again, check in on the construction happening at the site of the Moana-inspired water a Journey of Water attraction. First glance, this land looks more like a journey of dirt. Ha ha. <laughs> the Moana-themed area will be located across from the new creation shop. <laughs> uh, Doug's favorite name uh, of a, a store ever. Uh, and shop in Club Cool. Several white tents have been set up for workers towards the back. Concrete walkways and areas can be seen here as well. So, yeah, it, it doesn't look like a whole lot of anything's been done there yet, does it? No, not at all. And come on, what sounds better, Mouse Gears or that crappy new name? <laughs> That's, oh, okay, so I'm going to pick on you a little bit here, Doug. Uh, I listened to the entire show of uh, you and, and Bob. Um, Sorry about, about that. Sorry to hear about that. <laughs> so, oh, the food and wine. Fest. No, I enjoyed it. it was, yeah. you, you guys did a good job. Um, but what is it with you New Jersey folks making things that aren't plural, plural? What are you talking about? Mouse gears. It's it's mouse gear. It's not mouse gears. You always put an S on the end no, of it. Well, <laughs> and there's another one. I forgot what the other one was. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I love uh, my mouse gears, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 well, answer me this. I don't ever think I should. I will correct Disney on this. Uh, above the sign, there was multiple gears. There wasn't just one gear. It wasn't. <laughs> am I wrong? There was three gears up there. Am All I right? right. So, am so, I right? So you just went with you went with what it should be called. Is what your uh, is, right? <laughs> answer me this. If there's multiple gear above, is it not gear or is it gears? I thought maybe it was mouse gear eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there, am I wrong? Am I wrong imagining this? There was three gears above the sign, I wasn't think it? so, yeah, yeah. I think so. And there was actually a lot of gears inside. So. Yeah, so it was gears to me. That's why I've always called it mouse <laughs> gears. But either or is better than the new junkie name, in my opinion. I'm yeah, always going to call yeah, it mouse gear. Right. I'm always going to call it mouse gears. So uh, what else do we have, Johnny? Uh... Cat Saka's Kettle reopening at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on July 25th. You're going to be able to get your popcorn on. Yeah, it looks like a sand crawler. It's a, a Jawa sand crawler. That looks different. Now, what's this Il Molino, Paddlefish, J-Lo, and more Walt Disney World's restaurant included? Included in Discount Orlando Magical Dining starting August 27th. Ah, this ought to be interesting, John. Orlando's Magical Dining returns for its 16th anniversary as several participants location at Walt Disney World have entered the event, which will run August 27th through October 3rd. The event offers a chance to enjoy three courses of a pre-fixed dinner for $37. That's not bad, John. No, not at all. Participating, participating restaurants at Walt Disney World includes Tony English Blue Zoo, Il Molino, Paddlefish, J-Lo at Disney Springs, Terralino Crafted Italian, and Wolfgang Puck's Bar and, Bar and Grill at this Disney Springs. The sites of these restaurants, the, the, the site also states that more restaurants will be added throughout the event. Though the Through Visit Orlando, $1 from each meal served will benefit Pathlight Home at, at in, what is it, iDignity? Both of which help combat homelessness in Central Florida. Due to the extreme popularity event, guests are strongly encouraged to make reservations via open table or directly with with these restaurants as soon as possible to ensure you will be enjoying, enjoying the offerings. 
Will you be dining with us this year? Let us know in the comments below. I, I want to see it. Let me click one of the restaurants to see if it shows you what they're going to have. Is there going to be? Yeah, we've we've talked about this uh, uh, every couple of years or every year, and it always sounds like something I want to do, and I've never had the chance to actually do it. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what what's going to be included. I don't think they have the. Uh, they don't have like this is the full menu. So I don't see the the prefix menu. They just gave the menu of the restaurant, which eh, eh, Bluzo is a really good restaurant. Plus, Todd English is a really nice guy because I've told the story before where he let me in the back door in the pouring rain. You remember that story, don't you? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's always been good. But I haven't heard anything about your. They showed crab legs here, John. I was hoping when the the advertisement was going to be your crab legs are coming back to your Cape May. No, that looks just like a uh, boil at a uh, uh, paddlefish or something. So, but and it shows crash plane on Jungle Cruise ads. The amazing Hathaway, uh, Hathaway Crown or Crown? What is it? Hathaway Brown Adventures Club reference. So they have a crash plane now on the Jungle Cruise, John. No, oh, that's cool. And, and any ties to the Adventures Club, a lot of. Uh, uh, geeky Disney fans will get because there's a lot of people that miss that place. Oh, a ton of people miss the Adventures Club. I think every single of the 200 of them that went there <laughs> miss it the most. Like, I've never gone in it where it was totally, totally smash packed, but I do get the when you love something, you love it. You follow me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but they uh, did it, this Jungle Cruise show that's on Disney Plus, you'll really love it because it, it, it tells you all about. Well, the backstory and all on the, on the ride, too, John. Okay, very cool. And it has so, some ex-cast members on it, too. Here's something that uh, my nephew, Nicholas, will be very excited about. Casey's Corner Pianist to return to the Magic Kingdom. Casey's Corner of the Magic Kingdom reopened to guests last month, sadly missing the pianist. Thanks to a new addition posting by Disney, we now know that the pianist is set to return to the park. Yeah. Uh, before the park closed in March 2020, a ragtime pianist and classic garb would play outside the Main Street USA restaurant. It's among the entertainment offerings that have yet to redor- the return. The addition advertisement is seeking one full-time pianist and two substitute performers. The return date has yet to be announced. So. Well, it's it's uh, sad how long it takes getting to get the pianist back, John, because there's no reason he's sitting outside playing. Yeah, <laughs> he's sitting well, outside, uh, yeah. and they actually have a fence around him so people yeah. can't come annoy him while he's playing. So I yeah. don't know. What, what does that have to do with anything? So but, yeah, uh, cheapy Chapik saving that guy's salary for the last three months. You hear Presley? He he don't like cheapy Chapik either. Yeah, yeah, he said that, and he just went off. No, he don't. When I mention Bob Iger or Chapik, he really gets pissed off. So I, I try to keep it from him. I have uh, pictures of him around his food bowl, John. <laughs> so <laughs> he knows exactly who I'm talking about. And he, when he attacks the picture, I give him a treat. So there you go. There you go. Uh, what else do we have here, John? Uh, tarps removed from exterior and front desk of the Poly. I mean, of the Grand. Uh, uh, the, uh, contemporary resort so that's moving along i think the rehab will be done in both those resorts before guardians or of that resort before the guardians or tron light cycle or tron light cycle opens what don't you think john i don't know I, I just wish the polynesian would get done for goodness sake well the same construction crews doing that as uh doing the two rides johnny <laughs> yeah i believe it but 
Corolla costume is now on display at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I take it you haven't seen the Black Widow yet, right? No, no, have you? No, I haven't. I well, the thing that pisses me off now, right now, John, and I'll get into Disney again. And you know, I don't like to pick on them when I when I don't. Presley, will you stop? I don't want to pick on them, but. I could go to the movies and see the movie for ten bucks, and they want me to pay twenty nine or twelve bucks, and they want me to pay tw- uh, uh, thirty or thirty dollars to see it on TV. Because Brenda don't really care if she sees it, you know what I'm saying? So why yeah. would I? Why, why not? The movie theaters are open. The pandemic is open. The movie theaters you can go see it now. So why would I pay thirty dollars to watch it on Disney Plus when I can go to a movie theater and watch it for twelve bucks? Does that make any sense to you in the afternoon? It's convenience factor, Doug. Yeah, well, 30 again, it should be $20, John, like any other video was. Like, where are they getting off 30 bucks? I don't understand that. It's like, it's pay. the principle. Well, you're right, but it's just the principle of it for me. Uh, summer, speaking of more money, summer savings starting at $75 per night at Disney, Disney Springs Resort Hotels, John. That's a good deal, $75 a night. Yeah, it is. Hotels at Disney Springs area offering special summer savings with vacations starting at $75 per night. The offer is available between now and September 17, 2021. So you can get a hold of the resorts. Uh, Holiday Inn, Orlando, Disney Springs area, $75. Wyndham Garden, Lake Buena Vista, $85. B Resort, $99. Double Tree by Hilton, $102. Hilton Orlando, Lake Buena Vista, 134. And Hilton Orlando, Buena Vista Palace is 170 a night. And I'm not being smart. You get way more stuff in room. And you might get you get continental breakfasts and everything else with these resorts, John. You don't get any of that at Disney Resort. So, uh, what else you have here, John? I think that's about it. Just a bunch of knickknacks for sale here and there and... You see anything else? Uh, no, I, I, I see these uh, uh, things for Halloween, the uh, uh, Hitchhiking Ghosts. Lisa already saw those on Target. Uh, so we'll be getting those to put in the yard, I imagine, this year for Halloween. So, yeah. but uh, Okay, Doug, uh, so did you know that uh, Yoda is a fantastic gardener? No, I didn't. Yeah, he's got two green thumbs. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny, John. Uh <laughs> Energy game returns to Spaceship Earth at Epcot. Are you excited about that great game, John? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, and then permits indicated conversion to Disney Vacation Club Villas to begin at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. So, more Vacation Club Villas, John. You might be able to stay over there, Johnny. Uh, I uh, JJ and uh, Lisa liked the Grand Floridian. It was just not my my uh, cup of tea. So, well, <laughs> believe me, I'm, I'm what just did you, not a... What did you get tired of? The other guests constantly asking you to go get them coffee and donuts? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, go get me a beer over hey, at the my bar. Would you? Me and Brenda, were, well, we went through there on the last trip. and uh, I mean, uh, we were. We, we just, I just feel out of place there, John. I don't know what and, it is because nobody makes me feel out of place there. No, no, the, the, and actually, the the couple of times that we walk through the lobby and stuff, the cast members there go out of their way to make you feel welcome and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, it's set. It's it's a beautiful resort and it gorgeous. Just, it, 
I feel like I'm in a almost like in a funeral parlor or something though because it's so ornate and and uh, and dressy. You know, my my mom and my sister they both had very fancy living rooms in their house where pretty much you did nothing. You know, <laughs> that's not where the television was or yeah. anything else, but that's where. The, the I guess guests would be seated and you and you, you talk to them there or something yeah. but and, and that it always reminds me of that you know where it's it's beautiful but it's not a place to hang out you know yeah. and I don't know that the time I walked through there I had flip-flops and my my swim trunks and my tank top on and go to the <laughs> pool I just this doesn't feel right man nah. this just does not feel right yeah so, well, you guys know I had Brenda by my side, and you know how good-looking I am. And but I still felt out of place there, John. It was just I just didn't feel. I don't know. I just I don't know what it is. I just feel out of place at that place uh, over there. But it was gorgeous, and it was very. Uh, like I said, it was awesome getting a boat ride over there all by ourselves. Over to we were gonna take the bridge, but when a boat comes up and you're the only one on it, you got to jump on that. Am I wrong, John? Yeah, and it's it's a fantastic ride over the Magic Kingdom, seeing the castle over the water and stuff. It's really cool. Beautiful. So. And I will say that bridge is awesome. I just don't know what the hell took them so long to do it. Like, <laughs> I mean, is that one of the things that make you go home to? Like, why yeah. in the hell? Like, you know, you know they could have designed that bridge 10 years ago, John. It's awesome the way it works, the way it moves and manipulates. And it, like, it turns sideways, if you understand. Instead of drawbridge going up and down, it spins from side to side. Like, why couldn't they have just done that? Like, it's a gate instead of uh, going up and down. It's a swing. Why didn't they do that, like, 20 years ago, John? It makes no sense to me. Because that technology has been around long enough for them to have been able to do that sooner. Just well, make it. You... Yeah. Figure that one out, and you tell me why there's no pathway from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom. I I don't know. What either, possible John. reason would they have designed that that resort within? I mean, it, it feels so silly to see people waiting at the bus stop and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, knowing that it's literally it could be literally a five and a half minute walk to get to to Jumbo House. It's it, so ridiculous. It really it, is. It's no further of a walk than what the walk is from the Swan and Dolphin to Hollywood Studios. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, they built those resorts to take advantage of the International Gateway at Epcot and the, the walk to Hollywood Studios. You know, Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach, uh, um, Swan and Dolphin, all of those resorts. And, and that enhances the enjoyment because, you know, we all love that walk. Um, so imagine if it was just a beautifully landscaped little path that led right from Jumbo House to, to Animal Kingdom. I, I just I don't understand why that wasn't when they built Animal Kingdom Lodge, why they didn't build that to go with it. Just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. And what doesn't make any sense even more to me is I don't understand why they don't just have some of the like the Kilimanjaro Safari Jeeps running back and forth for for, for personal uh, uh, just for everybody staying at that resort if you didn't put it. Because I always said I wanted a train. But at the very least, wouldn't it be cool if those Safari trucks drove you back and forth? If they had a, if they had a train, if they had the safari trucks, if they had uh, uh, some boats that looked like the Jungle Cruise or the uh, African Queen, you know, something like that, that took you back. Any type of uh, dedicated transportation that would enhance the. I mean, if nothing else, freaking the Skyliner at some time, maybe. But yeah. I, I just don't get it. Why there is no dedicated transit? That's the only deluxe resort that doesn't have any type of dedicated uh, uh, transportation. So. No, I don't get it. I never did. And even uh, Wilderness Lodge has the beautiful boats. You know what I'm saying? That that yeah. enhance that. And 
again, I think to, to to end it, make it easy, like so they didn't have to spend a gazillion dollars. Custom Jeeps like the ones at Kilimanjaro would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, and that would have set your day. Uh, you're staying at Animal Kingdom. Live. Going out you morning safari. Yeah, yeah, but it set you up for a, a day of adventure. So. A hundred percent, and it only has to be to and from the Animal Kingdom. And how cool would it be if it like they had their own little trail there, John? That yep. Even even like if they poured it like Kilimanjaro Safari, they made it out of concrete but made it look like dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Made you feel like you were going, get up early, get on your morning safari, and head over to the Animal Kingdom. And they dropped you yeah, off. Exactly. That, would, that yep. would make you feel. It would be awesome. Uh, there's little things like that they dropped the ball because it wouldn't be hard for them to make, you know, ten more of those trucks, John. Yep, exactly. How cool would it be if you were a driver of one of them, John? That would get boring after a while, too. <laughs> but I mean switching it up once in a while doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you're able to, to, to do it for a while. so. And this was funny. A lot of people were PO'd about this. Right after the Epcot monorail broke opened up, it broke down two days <laughs> and stopped running. i seen a lot of complaints on that. Uh... Property appraisal settlement results in a nearly $8 million refund for Walt Disney World. What the heck is this? The rich get richer, huh? The Orlando Sentinel was reporting that Walt Disney World received a financial boost from the settlement of a property tax grievance. Reports indicate that Disney will receive $1.3 million for its 2015 tax year. Similar amounts will be paid in for 2016 uh, and 2020 through 2020 tax year for a total of like eight million dollars they're going to get back from the from Orlando. John, I don't know of anybody that's ever said that went in and said I owe owe these taxes and got away with it, <laughs> got it back. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. It happens to me all the time. Oh yeah. I, I know. I know. Every year you just send a nice note to the IRS saying, "Look, I I, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just don't." <laughs> Oh my God! Disney Lake Nono Campins worsens Orlando housing. What's that all about? Uh, you got me on that one. Uh, Disney's Lake Nono Campus worsens Orlando housing market. SCA reference removed from Jungle Cruise Queue. Blah blah blah. I guess they're saying with everybody moving there, it's going to raise. Now it's going to be even harder to find a home because you got two thousand people coming in to buy houses or rent places. So yeah, and well, to, build more. And well, they run out of room, I think, to build more in the center of town. Yeah, and that's one of the things on that uh, Jungle Cruise thing. They give you the whole backstory on Trader Sam and all, John. Oh, cool. Uh, what's the new menu here, John? Uh, Trader Sam's new menu. Uh, they got new drinks, John on the menu so that's pretty cool I'm trying to read them they, they don't have any prices next to them so I really don't want to get into them I hate reading without pricing don't you yeah yeah because you don't know how much you <laughs> how much you're gonna spend on that so. yeah they got the Pagu Pago cocktail they got the zombie the shrunken head and the piranha pool and all these glasses and stuff but they don't have any, the the what's it the crappa coda punch Crackacata punch. <laughs> you just said crackacola. Yeah, it's a crack. A, I want to drink. Yeah, crack. Well, I don't want crack either. It's crack a toa punch, and a hippopotami 
Hippopotami Thai, the Pago Pago cocktail. They all come in nice collector glasses, John, but they don't have any pricing next to any of them. So I would be curious what they are, what they've gone up to now, John. That's the, that's the one thing I was shocked yesterday at that Maple Grove Raceway. I couldn't believe I was getting a 16-ounce beer for 5 bucks, John. <laughs> Wait, this is Disney. Let me give you another $4. Yeah, minimum. I, I, my brother was telling me at the Phillies game, it's $14 for a beer now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. When when we criticize uh, some of the beer prices at Disney, they realize how much we're gonna, I, I pay at a, a Buccaneers game or you pay at a Phillies game. It's It's the same, if not more. So, yeah. The only difference is I usually only pay like thirty dollars a ticket, not one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah, true. That that's the difference with a Phillies game: thirty, forty dollars a ticket. You know, so I'm taking a family of four. It's one hundred and sixty bucks. We'll say two hundred on the high end. Uh, family of four, Walt Disney World. I'm talking five hundred <laughs> for yep. the day. So it's a big difference. But I get you, John. It it just. Seven, I'm up to eight bucks. But when they start charging me, charging me ten dollars for a Bud Light, there's a problem there, John. You know, I could even see ten dollars for your your crappy uh, Le Fin de Mont, but uh, quality stuff. But well, it costs. You know, it's a much better beer by you. I mean, by what there's the normal price is. But I don't know. Uh, Boo Bash sold out. In October, Disney After Hours Boo Bash is completely sold out in October. That's crazy. You people are nuts. Uh, this is uh, the beautiful Lisa going to want the new Stitch uh, Crashes Disney Aladdin plush or Magic Band? Uh, probably not. I don't know. She might want it. I don't know. It really depends. God knows what she'll see when we go out there this <laughs> next week. So, oh, I bet she's looking forward to that. Is JJ coming with you guys? No, actually, he's going to take a break from us, and it's just going to be me and Lisa for a, a one-night stay, and he's going to stay home take care of the pets and stuff. So. Yeah, he but. probably can't wait to get rid of you, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, he's uh, he's done a, a lot with us this last couple of months, so he can probably take a break. So, Yeah, right now we've got – I don't know if I'm going to have uh, Monday off from work, Yeah, but I'm going to take Monday off from work. So <laughs> if, uh, if they schedule me, it's my overtime day. They shouldn't schedule me, but if they do, uh, I won't be able to go to Epcot because I'm going to call in sick. There, I said it. Yeah. Uh, that's a damn. <laughs> but that's a damn shame. You're working like how many days straight you on now, John? Uh, I think right now I'm at 17 or something. So. Uh, and you got to worry about a day off. Hire yeah. more people, Disney, because they're not. You guys are so far behind on cast members. It's ridiculous right now. Yes. John. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if I if I do have to call in sick, I can't go to Epcot. Uh, but I've made reservations for that day and the day after, so I will be able to go. Uh, that would be my sixth day, my seventh day. I, I definitely have off, so I can. Uh, we'll go to Epcot that day, and if we can't go to Epcot on Monday night, we have reservations at the Edison, and oh. we're gonna head over to Disney Springs. So. That'll be sweet. Yeah. So I wonder how many people are going to be upset about this, John, because God forbid you mess with their dull web. Shiny new Moana. Tomatoa-inspired Dole Whip cone at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. It's Dole Whip, raspberry swirl with Dole Whip orange and a white chocolate dip waffle cone coated with shiny gold sugar for $5.99. Well, how could they make any... uh, Is it a Dole Whip? It's not pineapple. Like, God forbid, John. What's going on here? I don't know, but it looks good. (laughs) It does. 
Yeah, it does. It really does. But yeah, it's five yeah, ninety. That's and not really bad. For five ninety nine, that's not a horrible price. So. No, Mickey Bar now is twelve bucks, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think uh, they're seven. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy, but. Uh, uh, new full color metal Earth Haunted Mansion kit now dwells at Walt Disney World. So they they just keep coming out with all kind of new cool tchotchkes to buy, don't they, John? Yes, and I have a ton of them at the house. No, I could only imagine, John. You've you've uh, you've probably only tipped the iceberg of how many things you guys have. Oh, it's ridiculous. You could probably take the rest of the year off if you sold it all on eBay, wouldn't you, John? If we sold our vinyl nations, we could probably. Uh... Uh, take about a year and a half off (laughs) or buy uh, more DVC points. Oh, Oh, uh, restaurant Marrakesh reopens as seating area in Morocco pavilion. What's this saying, John? At Epcot, since Disney took over to Moroccan pavilion, Epcot, there has been extensive, if relatively small changes. Most recently, the Hans Courtyard has its flooring replaced. Unfortunately, there has been no movement on reopening restaurant Marrakesh, and menus were removed from outside of the restaurant earlier this year. The restaurant space now has reopened as just a seating area. It says, welcome, seating inside. That sounds creepy, John, going... <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it looks comfy in there, but can you bring food in, I hope? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I hope. But, yeah, now it's just a seating area. That's very sad, dude. Open up another restaurant. Come on. Yeah, they need to reopen a lot of restaurants still. Yeah, ESPN Club's still not open, so. Nah, half, and half of the boardwalk stuff is still closed. Not, it's not in full swing. And we need all... They need to hire employees back and get the parks back to normal so you can get the total experience because it, it's tough even finding uh, finding some restaurants right now. I'm hearing, too, for reservations because of this. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. So, But anyway, I'm excited about hearing about your trip next week, John. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, next Monday night, so looking forward to a one-night stay at Coronado, so uh, one of the nicest things. Yeah, yeah, but Disney does a, a good thing for us, and they give me a, a give us a one-night stay, but now I have to worry about getting the day off, and I put in for it two months ago, and so I won't be surprised at all if they schedule it, so, but. Uh, they better not. I would file, I would call, I would fi- call in, I mean, and say something. You probably, I, I you gave me this day. I'm off. Why are you? And I requested it. Like, what's the problem here? Yep. I don't know, John. It, it's it's very very sad. Very sad. Ooh. Hopefully, it's going to be my birthday, John. August second, you're going to be there. You know. Hey. All right. I have to buy you a present. Yeah, you get lucky. You celebrate my birthday at at, at, <laughs> at the park. How's that work? That's uh, a win-win for you, but. Anyway, everybody be kind to one another. John got out. He's headed into, what, Walmart? No, I've got to go get some gas. Okay. We'll go get some gas, Johnny. And I'm going to go cut this 17-piece show back together. And and everybody be kind to one another. And thank you guys for listening. And please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And say goodbye, John. Hey, come see me on the buses. Looking forward to meeting some of you guys. And John will be will be reactivating the fantasy football shortly, won't we, John? Yes, we will. And I told Tommy and Judith I wouldn't schedule it while on their little vacation. So. No, well, I would if I was you, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, they'll both be together and draft together at the uh, at their vacation house. 
Uh, again, I'm all in for that week. I it's the week I need you to do it, John. <laughs> so, anywho, everybody, be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye, bye, folks. Bye, bye. Presley said. <laughs> bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're gonna hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.